Vox Quick Hits. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. I'm Constance Grady, the book critic for Vox, and this is Ask a Book Critic. I give recommendations that will suit your mood, either how you are feeling right now or how you would like to be feeling instead. You tell me what you want to read, and I will find you a book. So let's get started. I was a voracious reader as a child and teenager, and at the age of 27, I'm trying to jumpstart my reading obsession again. I've realized that I can't get into nonfiction books, and I'm really enjoying reading young adult novels, especially fantasy fiction novels. I really like the Cruel Prince series, and I'd love your recommendations for fantasy books like that that have a lot of world building, complex characters with complex motivations, romance, maybe an enemies to lovers trope, and maybe a who did this to you trope. I love ambitious heroines who aren't perfect and holier than thou. Other than fantasy fiction, I'm enjoying rereading Jane Austen and the Bronte sisters. I love Austen's sassy social commentary and her knowledge of human characters. Thank you again for your lovely series, and I'm looking forward to see what you recommend. Bye. Oh man, I have so many books for you. Okay, so the first thing I'm going to recommend is Rainbow Rowell's Carry On series. I think also Tomi Adeyemi's Children of Blood and Bones sort of in the same kind of vein for you. The Carry On series is sort of loosely Harry Potter fanfiction with the serial numbers filed off, or I guess more accurately, it's playing with a lot of Harry Potter fanfiction tropes. So there is a lot of what you're looking for here. There's some great enemies to lovers, there's some fantastic ambitious heroines, and there's also really, really fun world building. She develops this whole magical school system that is very affectionately referencing Harry Potter while also doing some interesting things on its own and deconstructing um, chosen one fantasies. Children of Blood and Bone is a little bit more serious, a little bit less intertextual, but it is very trope-based in ways that I think will be really, really cool for you. So this is a book that is set in a fantasy world inspired by West African cosmology. There's this whole elaborate magic system. It's actually pretty reminiscent of Avatar in a lot of ways. There's an enemies to lovers arc that's very reminiscent of what happens with Zuko. So if you are into that whole vibe, I think you'll love this book. 
I think if you like Sarah J. Moss, you'll really, really like Shadow and Bone. You may be familiar with these books from the Netflix series, but they take place in a fantasy world loosely based on Tsarist Russia. There is a girl who has magical powers like no one else has ever seen before. Very tropey, very fun, sort of classic early 10s YA fantasy. What I usually recommend with those books is to start with the duology, um, which begins with Six of Crows. But I think because you specifically are saying you are looking for ambitious heroines, I think you'll actually enjoy starting with the main trilogy, the Shadow and Bone books, um, because that heroine sort of gradually starts off as a Bella and turns into a Katniss. So I think you'll get kind of a kick out of watching her get more and more ambitious and less and less perfect. Also, the writing just gets better in that trilogy with every continuous volume, so that's kind of fun to watch. But my biggest recommendation for you, and what I think is going to be perfect for you if you are in both a YA fantasy place and also a Jane Austen place, is a book written by Patricia Reedy and Caroline Stevermer. It's called Sorcery and Cecilia, or The Enchanted Chocolate Pop. It is so much fun. It's this very, very charming novel about two young women who live in Regency England, and they get all tangled up in a series of magical schemes with two mysterious young men. One of them is in London, the other one's in the country. They're writing letters back and forth to each other about their various adventures. It's just like a pure romp of a book. It's so much fun to read, and I think it'll absolutely hit you where you want to be hit right now. While we are talking about books to get out of a reading rut, I thought I would turn to one of my favorite books from the past few years, which is Gideon the Ninth by Tamsin Murr and its sequel, Harrow the Ninth. So those are the first two books in a planned Locked Tomb series. The second two books have yet to come out which are these big, giant, sort of epic stories with big, oversized emotions and a very big, messy grab-you-by-the-throat plot. And I think it's just very, very helpful to read something like this if you're in a little bit of a rut, something that's just kind of indulgent and explosive and can really help shake you out of yourself. Um, Also, these are books about lesbian necromancers in space, so kind of what's not to like here. So Gideon the Ninth and Harrow the Ninth were two of our picks for the Vox Book Club. And we met with Tamsin Murr live on Zoom to talk about them and to talk specifically about how to build a world that feels really textured and lived in and exciting and then make it explode right in front of your eyes. So here is what she said. So turning more to the books uh, themselves, I want to start by looking at this incredibly complex mythology you've created. One of the things that's really impressive to me is how carefully it's delivered. There are just these tiny little drips of information that get fed to the reader a little bit at a time. So how did you go about developing this really Baroque world building with the magic system and the nine different houses and the lecters and the resurrection beasts? And then once you had that in place, how did you think about which little bits the reader would need to know when. 
God, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Um, you know, I wish I could say I was one of those authors who, like, for five years before publication had this really thick journal where they were like, here's exactly what goes on. You know, here's me developing the entire society and its economics and what coinage it's using and its numismatics. Um, the truth is everything developed from the story template. Um, you know, I always feel really embarrassed when I get asked this question because I wish I had a more intelligent answer. But, you know, I've got one single page of notes in like the back of an old school book where I'd written down like the idea for Gideon about three weeks before I started writing. It's just a page. It's large writing. Um, it doesn't have anything in it of the mythology, which I hope is Baroque, um, which comes later. And it, it's like Gideon's a fireman. Um, Gideon's not a fireman. That has been tragically uh, excised from the she mythology. She would be such a good fireman. I mean, she wouldn't, though. Like, she'd just want the outfit, and she wouldn't even want the outfit because it, like, covers your biceps. Um, everything came from the story template. You know, the RBs over the resurrection beasts, the lectors, uh, even the magic system. Uh, that all came about precisely because of the story I wanted to tell. I mean, uh, hell, to be honest, necromancy, you know, as uh, necromancy is, a lot of it comes about because of the type of person Harrow needed to be. You know, Harrow was never going to be the type of character who was an intuitive magician. Um, I think what uh, classic D&D calls the difference between a wizard and a sorcerer. She needed to be somebody who really had to work for it. Um, you know, you get a lot of magic systems where it is more intuitive. It is less about scholarship. But I really wanted a magic system that was scholarship based. That was something that you had to earn. And it's more about what character beats I wanted to hit and about what plot beats I wanted to hit that informed the mythology. So that is it for this week. If you're looking for a book recommendation, you can email me. I'm at constance.grady at vox.com. Be sure and use the subject line Ask a Book Critic. And remember, the more specific you can be about the kind of book you want to read, the better. Have a great day. Read good books. Enjoy lesbians having adventures necromantically in space. And I will see you next time. Bye.